the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Praise the Lord and welcome to the program. You are listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. Thanks for tuning in tonight. I'm so glad you can be with us seeking the Lord and just seeking to know Him better, to, to just to get closer to God. Is that what you want tonight? Well, that's what I want. I want us to get closer to God. I want us to just, I just want us to be in His presence tonight. You know, that's what this program is all about. It's just being in God's presence and, and seeking Him for who He is. So, again, this is Digital Christian Hour. Excuse me. I'm your host, Sam Nicholas, and I'll be with you for the next hour. We are a live program, so we're here in studio, ready to take your calls, ready to pray with you for your prayer requests, ready to just seek the Lord for whatever's going on in your life. And there's so much going on. This world is, is evil. This world is filled with trials and tribulations, problems and situations that... We truly need the Lord's hand. We truly need the Lord to intervene. We truly need the Lord to step in and do all that he desires to do. And, you know, the first thing that I want to do is I want to seek the Lord in prayer for this program, for this next hour. So would you join me right now in prayer and seeking the Lord? I thank you, Lord. I praise you, Jesus. Lord, we come into your presence right now. Lord, you said where two or three are gathered in your name. There you are in their midst. That's your word, Lord. That's your promise. And I know that we at the radio station, every listener tonight, Lord, we desire to be in your presence. We desire, Lord, to meet up with you tonight. And we desire to seek you for who you are. Holy Spirit, have your way. Father, I just pray, Lord, that you would just bless each and every listener tonight. Bless each and every situation, every circumstance, Lord, every caller tonight, Lord, your word that will go out tonight, Lord, that it would go out in power and strength, not in man's power, but in the power of the Holy Spirit to touch lives, Lord. Use this time, Lord, use this next hour for your purpose, for your will, to glorify your name. And we pray in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Amen. Well, again, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, this is the Gypsy Christian Hour, and I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. Like I said, we're a live program, so call in tonight with your prayer requests. Call in tonight with, with your needs. Whatever you want to bring before the Lord tonight, you know, whatever's going on that you need the Lord to touch your life about, the number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. That's one eight 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 nine nine five fifty five fifty two. That's an easy easy number to, to remember. It's 888-995-KKLA. Call in tonight with your prayer requests. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, then call in tonight and stand in that gap. Stand in that gap and say, I want to pray about this. I want to bring this before the Lord, and we will do that. Give us that that, that honor, that, that privilege to pray with you, to, to just bring your needs before the Lord. Because he says in his word in Philippians Four, four. It says, Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I will say rejoice. Let your gentle spirit be known to all men. The Lord is near. You know, there's just four little words. The Lord is near. Four words that says, the Lord is near. He's never far. He's near. And you said, I said four little words, but there's one big word there. Lord. He is Lord. He is sovereign. He is almighty. 
He has all the power that is in the universe to change your circumstance, to change your situation, to heal your sickness or your disease. So let's call upon the Lord tonight, for he is near. The Lord is near. In the sixth verse, it says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. You know, it says, the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension. You know, do you need the peace of God? I need the peace of God. I know I need, I need, I need his peace. I need his peace in my life. With all the turbulence and all the, 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 the trials and all the situations and all the hurts and all the brokenness, I need God's peace. Well, if you need God's peace for a situation in your life, reach out, call out to him. Call out to him because he has the peace that surpasses all understanding. His peace will guard your heart and your minds. So call him tonight. The number is one 995 That's one 995 If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, let's bring Let's bring those people before the Lord. Let's bring those brothers and sisters before the Lord. Let's bring those people who are not saved before the Lord. Let's bring those people who are sick and in the hospital before the Lord. You know, I've got some prayer requests that I want to bring before the Lord tonight. Uh, We want to bring my sister, Laura, who's in the hospital right now. We want to ask the Lord for healing for her. We want to bring Pastor Safka before the Lord tonight. Uh, he'll be going for a procedure next week. He'll be doing some surgery. Uh, we want to bring uh, uh, Yeso, Angelo, and his family, Denise, Nicole, Daniel. We want to bring them before the Lord and ask the Lord's peace and grace, <coughs> excuse me, and mercy upon them. And also, uh, we want to bring, uh, I got an email from Lupi, who needs prayer. Also, uh, we want to pray for a family in the church, uh, the Henderson family. Uh, uh, our brother Rich Henderson went home to be with the Lord this week so we want to ask peace upon their family and also my brother Scott brother in the Lord uh, Scott uh, I heard just recently that uh, he'd had a mini stroke and we want to pray for for his recovery so Father we stand in the gap Lord for yes we stand in the gap for Laura, Mugodad, asking for your healing, asking, Lord, that you would heal her, Lord, that you would do all that you desire to do, that there would be an amazing miracle, Lord. Lord, I just pray for Laura, Lord, we pray for, 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 for the Henderson family, for Lupi, Mugodel. We just pray for all of these prayer requests, Mugodad. We bring our requests before you. We bring our desires before you. And I know, Lord, that you are a God who does abundantly, abundantly beyond what we ask. You are sufficient, beyond sufficiency for all that we need, Lord. And I thank you, Father. I thank you for the answer to each and every one of these prayer requests, Mugodel. Healing for Safka, for Laura, for Lupi, Mugodad. Comfort and peace, Mugodel, for, for Angelo and for the Henderson family, Mugodel. Healing for Scott, Mugodad. I thank you, Lord. I thank you and I praise you, Mugodel, because you are the God, the total supplier, Jehovah Jireh, the provider for all of our needs. I thank you and I praise you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. And as you remember, as the Lord puts it on your heart, I pray that you'll continue to pray for these prayer requests. These are people that, that we need to pray for, who have specific needs. So as the Lord leads, keep them in your prayers. And we're going to get to the prayer line in just a second, we're going to talk to Carol and Maria and Eric, so keep holding on. We've got a few more announcements to make. We want to remind you about our prayer meeting on Friday nights. Every Friday night, we get together at 8 o'clock in Arcadia. We were together last night, and we had our prayer meeting. We, we, we got before the Lord in prayer and worship, and we were in the Word. We were studying Corinthians uh, as we're doing a, a study right through the book of Corinthians, uh, chapter by chapter and verse by verse. So if you'd like to come out and worship with us, if you'd like to come out and get before the Lord in prayer and worship, we encourage you to come out Friday nights at 8 o'clock 
We're at 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. That's 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. It's easy to get to. Just take the 210 freeway into Arcadia area. Uh, it's right between Pasadena and Monrovia. So come out to the 210 freeway, get off at Santa Anita, go north on Santa Anita, one, one block to Foothill Boulevard. When you get to Foothill, make a right uh, and go one more block to First Avenue, make another right, and you'll see us at the corner of Forest and First Avenue. That's 805 North First Avenue in the city of Arcadia every Friday night at 8 o'clock. You know, this week is, uh, is Christmas week. Uh, Christmas Eve is on uh, Sunday, but we're going to have our service on Friday night, and we're hoping to have a baptism, and a f- we'll be in the sanctuary, and uh, we'll be having a service there. So come out and join us this week for worship, for praise, for the Word, uh, for a baptism. If, you need, if you've received the Lord and you want to be baptized, let us know, and we'll arrange it for this Friday night. So come out to L.A. Gypsy Church at the Hills Church, it, at 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. Uh, and don't forget, every Sunday morning, uh, the Hills Church has services at 10 a.m. Pastor Walter Hofflin is, the, is a pastor, so if you're looking for a church to visit or to make your home on Sunday mornings, come out and, uh, and visit us at the Hills Church at 805 North 1st Avenue. Uh, also, I'd like to remind you that we're on podcast, so if you've uh, missed some of our programs or you'd like to catch up, uh, visit us at kkla.com forward slash uh, podcast. So just go to the podcast page at KKLA. In fact, uh, you can even uh, download the free KKLA app and listen to all the podcasts, uh, listen live to what's going on at KKLA, get all the notifications. There's a lot going on with that app. So it's a free app. Put it on your smartphone, your your uh, iPad, your smart device, uh, whatever, but download that KKLA app, and you'll have access to everything that's going on here at KKLA, including this show, uh, listening live or uh, listening to our podcast page. Uh, we hope you'll you'll share it with somebody. We hope you'll be an extension of this ministry and share this show, share this program uh, with, with other believers. So again, we are a live program. We're inviting you to call in tonight. The number is one eight eight eight. Nine nine five 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 two. That's one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two for the live on the air calls. If you have a prayer request, something you want to bring before the Lord, we encourage you to call in. If you have a question about uh, Christianity, a question about the Bible, theology, doctrine, whatever's on your mind tonight. If you have a specific topic that you want to talk about, call in tonight. We uh, invite you to call in with your questions, with your concerns, uh, and we'll just seek the Lord, seek the word for your for the answer to your question. So again, the number is one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. We're going to go to our first caller, and we're going to talk to Carol. Hi, Carol. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Uh, good evening, everybody. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, my reason for calling is maybe a couple of things. One of them is um, I need to get a new job, and mm-hmm. I am financially not too bad off. So I know there's a lot of other poor people out there who are more financially stressed than I am, but I need to get a job because I need to have um, something to do, and I need to increase my income and all that good stuff. But mm-hmm. also, I feel, and I know there is a God, and I do pray, but sometimes I feel like He does not hear me and doesn't know or care about mm-hmm. my prayers. And I feel that's not true. I know he does. But I just have this emptiness. And I also have a problem with um, constant fear and anxiety and worry. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's not so much I need God to enter my heart as I need him to enter my mind. And I just feel this loss and loneliness. Well, Um, why do you think you feel this loss or this loneliness, Carol? I mean, you said you know you know that there's a God. Yes. And of course, you know that He loves you. Yes. I mean, we have that evidence in the fact that He sent His Son. He sent Jesus Christ to die on a cross for 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 sins that He never committed. Exactly. It's our it's our sins that. Yeah, I know, I know it makes no sense to believe for me mm-hmm. to feel that way because why would He do all that and why would I feel the way I do? Mm-hmm. Is it just because it could be just me being impatient? Uh, it could be me not. Um, 
being selfish. Yeah. Uh, I realize it's probably it's obviously more me than it would be him, but mm-hmm. it's just it's just I can't shake this worry factor. I think is the best way to put it. I just constantly worry. That is my. Well, you know, I like what John MacArthur says about worry. He says worry is like a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, but it isn't going to get you anywhere. Exactly. You know, and we can have, I just read this scripture in in, uh, in Philippians. It says, be anxious for nothing, but in all things, uh, pray. You know, pray yeah. pray in all things and be anxious for nothing. Uh, let, me, let me go back to the to the scripture for just one second. I want to I want, I want to quote it correctly. It's in Philippians, the fourth chapter, and it says, "Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God." And it says, "And the peace of God, mm-hmm. which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus." You know, we bring our prayers before the Lord. We bring our worries before the Lord. And, you know, there's, you know, after we do that, we can rest in the fact that God knows our situation. God knows where we are, at, you know, in, in, in every circumstance, in, in every situation. God knows our life. You know, it's amazing to me, and it goes beyond my understanding, how God can pay attention and hear every single prayer that's ever prayed to him. You know, it... it, it all at the same time, you know, if there's you know seven billion people on this earth, and if all seven billion people are praying at the same time, God hears each and every individual prayer, and it's beyond me how He can do that, and how He is so concerned, and how He has a plan for each and every one of our lives. If we know the Bible, we know God through His Word. So, and if we know His Word, we know His character, and His character, His His, his Word tells us in Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, He says, "For I know the plans that I have for you." You know, He says, "For you, I know the plans I have for you," declares the Lord, "plans for welfare and not for calamity, to give you a future and a hope." Then you will call upon Me and come and pray to Me, and I will listen to you. You will seek Me and find Me. When you search for me with all your heart, I will be found by you, declares the Lord. So God says that each and every individual person in this world, he has a plan for our lives, Carol. He has a plan for your life. And he loves you. He's chosen you to be his, his child, to be his exalted daughter. He's called you, and he has a plan for you. But he doesn't want you to feel alone. He wants you to know that you're always, that he's always with you. He said, I will never leave you or forsake you. Nothing, Romans tells us, nothing can separate us from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus. And that, that, that love has been evidence. It's been shown. It's been put on display by the cross. So he loves you, Carol. Now, one thing that, that, that I would encourage you is the cross is, is, is both horizontal and vertical. Yes. You know, the the vertical part of the cross is our relationship with him. And he wants us to, 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 he wants to encourage us to nurture and cultivate that relationship through prayer and through reading his word and through obedience and through seeking him in worship and, 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 and praise. So that's our relationship with him, the vertical relationship. But there's also a horizontal relationship. And that's what other Christians, you know, know. There's no such thing as a lone ranger Christian. You can't be a Christian all alone, isolated in your house. And I don't know that that's your situation. I don't know that that's what you're doing. But one of the reasons that you might feel lonely is there's no, you don't have any community in your life. Do you have a church that you go to? Do you have brothers and sisters that you reach out to on a daily or weekly basis to where you have a community of others that are, that are helping you and, and, and that are encouraging you and, and standing you know, side by side with you to support you? Uh, do I? Uh, yes, I do, but I don't get to see them that often. Mm-hmm. Uh, part of it is because uh, I do have a job, but I work on Sundays, and I even said something to my my employer, mm-hmm. you know, I miss going to church. Well, I think that's one of the things that, that needs to be, you need to pray about, and that's about, you know, that the Lord would provide a way for you to be in church on Sundays, or how about a, a week, a, a, 
an evening Bible study at your church or an evening worship service somewhere. You know, there are other, there are more ways of being in church than just on Sunday. Yeah, you no, know, I, yeah, I, I have, yes, yes, I, I attend a, um, I do do that mm-hmm. when, when I can. I mean, Christmas week is one thing, because mm-hmm. now we're doing like Advent services on Wednesday. Right. Uh, but there's also like a catechism class I attend on Tuesday, which I like very much. So yes, I do attend when I can. So I, I take it you're going to a Catholic church. No, it's actually Lutheran. Oh, okay, Lutheran church. Okay, good. Well, I would encourage you to to be in church, be around other Christians who can encourage you, support you. You know, uh, you know, just get out there and be in the Christian community. Be in in church. Get involved in what's going on in your church because you know that that helps. Uh, that'll help you in in just uh, your relationship with others and your relationship with God. Amen. Amen, sir. Oh, Father, I just pray for Carol right now, Lord, as she is seeking you out, Lord, as she is seeking to, 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 to further her relationship with you, Lord. She wants to know. She wants to feel. She wants to have that experience, Lord. So I just pray for a supernatural experience in her life, Lord, that you would just shower her with the power of your Holy Spirit, with the love and grace and mercy of an awesome and mighty God. Lord, that you would make real to her, Father, the experience of being in your presence. Lord, we're never out of your presence. But I know, Lord, that when you manifest your presence, it is an awesome thing, Lord. And I just pray, Father, that she would experience that this that this would be a, a moment, Lord, for in her life, Lord, a life-changing moment, a life-changing prayer, Lord, that you would just manifest yourself to her in ways, Lord, that are that, that we could not expect, Father. I just pray, Lord, that, that, that Carol would know your love, your grace, your mercy, your companionship. Father, you said that you would send a comforter, you would send the, the, the Holy Spirit who, would, who would, 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 would always be with us. So, Father, I just pray, Lord, for, for Carol to know that the Holy Spirit lives within her, surrounds her, encompasses her, and that there's never a moment, Lord, that she's far from your sight. You're always with her, Lord. So I just pray, Lord, that as she seeks you, that you would fulfill your word that says, when you seek me with all your heart, you will, you will find me. And you declared this, Lord, that when we seek you with all our heart, when we come and pray to you, that we would find you, Lord. Lord, you're not difficult to find. You're just a prayer away. So I pray for Carol and all those, Lord, who feel distant from you, Lord, that we would know you and that you would reveal yourself to us in ways, Lord, that we could never expect. Father, I just pray for an outpouring of your love, your grace, and your mercy upon Carol in her life. Lord, uh, uh, allow, uh, arrange a way, Lord, for her to get a job, to increase uh, uh, her income, and, Lord, to make a way that she would be in church every Sunday, Lord. Yes, please. I thank you, Lord, and I praise you. We make our request known unto you in the mighty name of Jesus, and we thank you, Father. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Carol. Thank Thank you for the call. And you just keep seeking the Lord because he is not far. He is near. I read a scripture. The Lord is near. He's never far. Amen? Amen. God bless you. God bless too. Thank you so much. Let's go to our next caller. And if you'd like to call in tonight for prayer, if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, if you have a Bible question, a question concerning Christianity or, or Buddhism or Mormonism or whatever is the topic tonight, whether it's doctrine, theology, Whatever question you have on your mind or in your heart tonight, let's seek it out. Let's seek the answer out in the Lord's Word. Let's seek it out in the Bible because the, the answer is there. We just need to find it. And he'll make known his Word to you if you will seek him. But it takes picking up that phone and dialing 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for our live calls whether it's for a prayer request, a Bible question, a testimony, a praise report, I encourage you, call in, 888-995-5552. Let's go to our next caller and talk to Maria. Hi, Maria. You're on the Gypsy Christian oh. Hour. Oh, hi. Hi. Good evening. I just wanted to start reading prayer. I, I've been really uh, waiting upon the Lord uh, for a studio apartment for me and my daughter, and... Um, and you know how they look for a credit history and they look for a stable job. And um, I don't have a good credit history. Uh-huh. And um, I'm just really uh, waiting for the Lord to take me to the right connection. And um, I'm just really hoping it's going to be soon, even before Christmas. So right now, um, uh, my daughter, um, 
she's now with me. She's uh, with her father, and uh-huh. uh, I'm out uh, looking for a place to live. But so I just had to call and let's just agree in our prayers before Amen. the Father. Amen. Well, Father, I just pray for for Maria right now, Lord. Father, yes, that Lord. you would provide a place. You would provide Hallelujah. a place, Lord. Lord, even before Christmas, Father, I just pray, Father, Hallelujah. that she would find favor with those people, Lord, who have the apartment or the studio or whatever you've provided, whatever you've chosen, Lord, whatever you've ordained, that place, Lord, that you want her to have, I pray, Lord, that you would give her favor with the people there, Lord, with the landlord there, Lord, that they they would see that she has, Lord, even if she doesn't have good credit, Lord, I pray that she would find favor, Lord, that they would overlook the credit rating, but they would see something in her, Lord, no, that they would see someone in her, that they would see the Jesus in her, that she, they would see, Hallelujah. Lord, the desire in her heart, Lord, to, to live somewhere and to make her payments and to do, to live according Hallelujah. to your will, according to your desire, according, Lord, to your purpose Glory and plan for her life. You know your plans for her, Lord. You know the place you've Hallelujah. chosen for her. Lord, reveal that place and provide all that's needed, Lord, Hallelujah. to achieve your will, to complete your will, to do all that you desire to do in Maria's life, Lord. So I just pray for Maria Hallelujah. and for her daughter, Lord. I pray your blessing upon them, Lord. I pray, I pray for blessings, Lord, from unexpected places, Lord, unknown Hallelujah. places, Lord, that your favor would fall upon them. In Jesus' name, Hallelujah. amen. Amen. Amen and amen. Thank you, Pastor. God bless you, Maria, and you have a Merry bless Christmas. You, God bless. And if you'd like to call in tonight, the number is one 888 Nine nine five 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 two. That's one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. Let's go to our next caller. We're going to talk to Eric. Hi, Eric. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Hi, Sam. I have a question. I was listening to Doctor David Jeremiah on the radio. Uh huh. And he was saying that if the demons and the devil can get up to doubt the word of God. And the, the Bible, if they can get us to get out of the faith, they got us. Is that true? Say, they, say, say that again. Say, ask your question can, again, Eric. Can, I'm having a hard time. Can, can the demons and the devil take away our faith, faith away from us? Well, it's, it's, that's their desire. That's what they try to do. You know, they try. Okay. And, you know, if you look at Job, the, the, yeah. the, the story of Job, uh, Satan tried to just to destroy uh, Job's fate, but he did not have the power to destroy Job's fate. You know, he, uh, God asked him, "Where have you been?" And he said, "I've been roaming the the earth." And God said, "Well, have you considered my servant Job, who worships me?" He says, "Well, sure, he worships you. You've given him everything." And he uh, uh, God agrees to allow Job to be tested, but he can only be tested. The devil. And demons have no power to take your faith away. They can test your faith. They can try your faith, but they cannot take your faith away. Uh, And and Corinthians tells us that no temptation has come upon man that is uncommon to man. But God gives us the power, the strength, the ability to withstand every temptation. He gives us the escape from every temptation. It's only when we allow ourselves to give in to temptation uh, Eric, that we that we get in trouble because the Bible tells us, God's word tells us that greater is He who is in you than He who is in the world. the 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 devil has no real power over you. His power uh, over over mankind was destroyed at the cross when Jesus Christ gave His Himself as a sacrifice at the cross. Uh, he broke the chains of sin that 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 that, that held man away from God. You know, Jesus Christ opened the way of salvation. He opened the way for us to get out of Satan's grasp. You know, uh, okay. and, and at the resurrection, he defeated death. So death has yeah. no power in a Christian's life. Sin has no power in a Christian's life. Demons and the devil have no power over Christians, except as much as the Lord will allow him to be tested. But even with the testing, Eric, God gives us the Holy Spirit to give us the power to resist the devil. The Bible says, submit yourself to God, resist the devil, and he will flee. It doesn't say fight the devil. It doesn't say defeat the devil. It just says resist the devil, and he will flee. All it takes is that moment, 
of determination to resist temptation, and he must flee. He must flee. He so has no demons, power over you. These demons have no authority over us. The, the, the demons have no authority over you. They have no power over you. They can tempt you, but they cannot make you do anything uh, uh, against your own will. You know, James tells us that we get in trouble when we allow uh, sin to take uh, hold of our heart and we allow, we allow our thoughts to continue thinking about sin and uh, allow sin to manifest itself. But we, you know, we're not, uh, we're not puppets. The devil can't make us do anything. We are, uh, we are, we have a free will. We are created in the image of God, and we have a free will to what to obey God or to disobey God. Uh-huh. And it's it's not it's okay. not about who has power over us. It's about whose voice are you listening to, Eric? Are you listening to the to the devil's voice, or are you listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit? Whose 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 voice are you? In obedience to, are you in obedience to the devil or are you in obedience to the Holy Spirit? If you're a Christian and if you're born again, yes. your desire is to seek the Lord and hear the Lord and obey the voice of God. Amen? That's true. And also one more question, Sam. If we believe in, when we believe in Jesus, does the Holy Spirit come inside of us? The moment you receive, the moment you believe in Jesus, the moment you rely on him, and trust in him for your salvation, the Holy Spirit comes to live in your heart. It says, you know, when you're born uh, born again, the Holy Spirit comes uh-huh. and lives in your heart. So, you know, I would encourage you to reach out to God, seek him for his strength and his power, hear his voice, and only his voice, and especially obey what the Holy Spirit tells you, not what the demons or what you think the world is saying, or even your flesh, yeah. Eric. Amen? Yes. Yeah. Amen. Okay, my but friend. I don't, speak in, I don't speak in tongues. You don't have to speak in. You don't have to speak in tongues. Paul, said, Paul asked the question: Do all speak in tongues? And the answer is no. But you can desire to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. You can desire to speak in tongues. You can desire spiritual gifts. And I would okay. encourage you to seek the Lord for for His spiritual gifts. Seek seek the Lord for 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 baptism in the Holy Spirit for a more powerful manifestation of God in your life. And I would just pray with you right now. Father, I just pray for Eric right now, Lord. Lord, he said that he doesn't speak in tongues. Well, Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would put a protection upon him, Lord, from, from the enemy, and, Lord, that you would baptize him in the power of your Holy Spirit, Father, that there would be an outpouring of your blessing, an outpouring of your Spirit upon him, Lord, and that that Holy Spirit who lives in him, the Holy Spirit who dwells in him, Lord, would fill him and baptize him, Lord. And, Father, that he would bring forth words of, of, of praise and words of worship that he could not contain, Lord, so that, that there would be an overflowing of praise and worship from his heart unto you, Lord. And even in, tongue, in a tongue, Lord, that he doesn't understand, but that is inspired by your Holy Spirit. So, Father, I just pray for baptism, baptism and outpouring of your Holy Spirit upon Eric, right now, Lord, I just pray, Lord, for your grace, your mercy, your power, your strength, all of your blessing, Lord, to be poured out upon him, Lord, and that he would live according to your word, in obedience to you, Lord, that he would be following you in every way, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would keep him from, 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 from the influence of the enemy, and, Lord, that you would open up, Lord, the way for him to follow you in power and strength, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Sam. God bless you, Eric. You, you have a God Merry Christmas. You. Good night. Thank you, too. You have a Merry Christmas. Let's go back to our phone lines, and let's talk to Tony. Hi, Tony. You're on the air. How can we help you tonight? Hi, Sam. I'm calling for prayer tonight because my family needs uh, prayer for blessings, and my blessing Odell financially. Because uh, I told them that they got to walk with a devil some more and trust Amen. in the Lord. Amen. So uh, um, I want to need prayer for my family, that the Lord will bless uh, Patsy, her husband Liza, uh, Donna, Liza's mother, uh, Marsha, my sister, and my other sister, Lisa and Tammy and Bob. I need prayer for the family and also prayer for my job. Uh, for work because the enemy 
is trying to come true because the guys they didn't want to give me my credentials uh-huh. for NBC Universal. Hey. So, he's trying to come involved and become the name of Jesus. But we know the Lord has a higher authority. Amen. We do all things in Christ. Amen. Who strengthens us. Yes. Lord, that you would pour out an abundant blessing upon him and his family, each and every name, Lord, that he mentioned, each and every family member, that there would be a desire, an increased desire to follow you and your word, to live according to your statutes and your ordinances, Lord, to to follow you, Lord, in your in your desire, Lord, for for righteousness and holiness in our life, that you would sanctify Tony and his family and each and every one mentioned, that there would be a sanctification, Lord, a desire, for righteousness, holiness, and and following you according to your word, that you would bless them, Mughal, in their desire to seek you, that you would bless them in their desire to follow you, Mughal, and that you would yes. pour out blessings, Mughal, according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. You said, yes. Lord, that you would provide for every need, every desire, Mughal. You said, Lord, in That's your right. word, uh, I remember how, how, I believe it was John who said, I would that you be, that you would prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. Mughal, yes. here's a prosperity of our souls, Mughal, that we would desire to seek you, and follow you with all our heart, Mughadad, that, yes. that your two great commandments would be fulfilled in our lives, Mughadad, to love you and to love each other, Mughadad. So I pray for yes. as Tony desires to love you, as Tony desires to love others, as as his yes. family yes. desires to follow you and, 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 and fulfill the two great commandments, Mughadad, that you would bless them according to your will, according to yes. your desire for their life, Mugodel. I pray for Tony and his job, Mugodel, that you would increase yes. him, Lord, that you would increase his territory. As in the prayer of yes. Jabez, Lord, I pray that you would increase him in all ways, Lord, in, 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 yes. in, his, in his ability to, to work and to be prosperous, in his ability, yes. Lord, to share your love and your grace and your mercy, in his ability, Lord, to preach yes. or to teach or to share his testimony and your word. So I pray, Lord, for an increase in all things, according yes, to your desire and your will. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you, Sam, and God bless God everyone. bless you, Tony. God bless everybody from KKLA. God bless. Good night. All right. Good night, buddy. And if you'd like to call in tonight, uh, we've, got a little, we've got about 20 minutes left in the program. If you'd like to call in tonight, we encourage you to call in. The number is 1-888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. We're going to go back to the phone lines and talk to Audrey. Hi, Audrey. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help you tonight? Thank you. I am thankful for your program. I listen. And I'd like to ask for prayer for my brother that is a veteran. He's 86 years old. He's been on dialysis for maybe five years, but he's critical. And... He has flatlined since he's been re-entered, but they have all kinds of tools in him. And what's, so your, what's your brother's name? George. George, okay. Yes, and for his wife that has stood in the gap for years and has been taking care of him. Well, Father, we just pray for George, Lord. Lord Thank you, Lord. Lord, we love our veterans, and we, so we're so grateful for their service, Lord, in keeping this country free. And keeping this country safe from from enemies who would try to destroy our way of life. Our way of life, Lord, is to serve you. Our way of life, Lord, yes. is to, is a is a desire for for your grace, your mercy, and your prosperity for this country, Lord. So I just pray yes. for grace in his wife, Lord. I thank you for his wife who has stood in the gap all these years, who has stood by his side, Lord, as he served this country, as he serves you, Lord. And I thank yes. you, Lord. And I just pray, Father, that your perfect will would be accomplished for George, Lord. Father, that you would heal him, that you would Please, do abundantly, Lord. exceedingly beyond what we ask, Lord, for a miraculous recovery, Father. But, Lord, we pray thank your you, perfect Lord. will and your mercy and your grace upon George, upon his life, Lord. Lord, I just thank you. I thank you, thank for, you for Audrey, Lord, who's standing in the gap for George and for his wife, Lord. I just pray, Lord, your blessing upon Audrey, your peace and your grace, in Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. And thank you, Lord, for this ministry of Sam Nicholas. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you so much. God bless you, Audrey. Give my best to George and his wife. Amen. God bless. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. We are uh, coming to just, we're almost out of time, and I just wanted to spend some time in God's Word. You know, we've been going through 1 Corinthians, the fourth chapter, and it's been a blessing. You know, reading uh, about how Paul is 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 dealing with, with a church that was so involved in in in, in fleshly uh, activities. They were so immature. Uh, even though Paul had spent so much time with them and instructed them, and he was with them for at least 18 months, and they were still a young church, and Paul's trying to, to, to correct the, the, the things that are going on in, in Corinth that he just sees that are, are, are not right. You know, in, in the beginning of, the, of this uh, epistle, he reminded them of his, uh, how, he, how he came to them and how the, the work started and how he didn't speak uh, uh, with words of wisdom and, and philosophy or doctrines or, 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 or high-minded words. No, he came to them with the simple message of the gospel. And we need to keep it simple. You know, when we're talking to, to, to young Christians or we're talking to non-believers, we need to keep it simple. And I love what Pastor uh, Steve Wilburn, uh, how he always reminds people that there is a God in heaven who loves them. And that's a great question. Do you know that there's a God in heaven who loves you? So we need to keep the simple, we keep the, keep the message simple. You know, yeah, there's time for teaching and doctrine and theology and all of that. But when people are, are young in the Lord or when they're coming to the Lord, we need to keep that message simple. And we need to remember it's all about God's love. It's all about God's grace and mercy. So he reminded them about that. Now they, they started reminding him about his authority as, a, as an apostle. See, he's preparing them for correction. There's a lot of things going on in the Corinthian church that need to be corrected. And maybe there's stuff in our life, and I know there's stuff in our life that needs correction. So we need to be ready for correction at any time. And in the fourth chapter, he's talking about servants. He's explaining the purpose and the role of a servant, a servant of God, a servant of Jesus Christ. And I love what he says here in the first verse. He says, let a man, he says, let you, this, he's talking to, to everyone at the church. He says, let a man. He's talking about everybody in the church, whether men, women, children, whoever. Let a man regard us, regard us, apostles, teachers, preachers, let a man regard us in this manner. This is the way you should look at us. Whether it's Paul or Apollos or Peter, whether it's a pastor, a preacher, a teacher, anybody on the radio, whoever, whoever is a servant of God, whoever is preaching God's word, whoever is sharing the word with you, he says, let a man regard us in this manner as servants of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Paul knows that there's been quarreling in the church. There's been fighting and divisions in the church over who's better, Paul, Apollos, Peter? You know, who's, 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 I'm a follower of Paul. Well, I'm a follower of Peter. Peter was a, 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 an apostle of, uh, of Jesus. He walked with Jesus. Yeah, but Paul is, is a Pharisee. He, he was brought up at the, with the, with, as a Pharisee of Pharisees. He, he was taught by the best teacher in the, of the law, they're, they're fighting. They're having divisions about who's better. Really? That's your problem? He's saying, you know, we, we read earlier, and, you know, I, I have to speak to you as children. Babes in Christ, you're so immature. It's quarreling and fighting about who's better when you should be looking at all of us as servants and stewards. He's stating the fact that both he, Apollos, and the others are all servants. We're all stewards of the gospel. So I looked up the word servant in the Greek. And it's the word hupe retis. I'm probably mispronouncing it. And it's a derivative of another word, eriso. And it means an under oarsman. Somebody who's, 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 take, who's got an oar in his in hand and he's rowing a boat. He's working at the direction of where which direction the boat is going. He's rowing the boat. He's an oarsman. He's an under oarsman. He's in, 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 he's a subordinate of somebody else. 
And we're subordinates of Christ. We're assistants to Jesus Christ. We're, 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 we're just somebody who's serving somebody else, a minister. And the, another word for the, ser- the word servant is like a waiter, somebody serving a table. And how about the word steward? Steward is just somebody who's taking care of somebody else's property. It's uh, another a Greek word is oikonomos, which is a house distributor, somebody who's, who's, who's managing somebody else's house, an overseer, an employee, uh, an extension of the master. We are preachers of the gospel. We are extensions of Jesus Christ's ministry. You know, look at us this way. Look at everybody who preaches, who teaches, who ministers God's word as this, servants and stewards. We are all servants and stewards. And Paul is saying, don't look at us in any other way. And in the second verse says, moreover, in this, in this case, moreover, it is required this is a requirement of servants and stewards that one be found trustworthy. Stewards and servants must be trustworthy. It says in the third verse, but to me, this is a very small thing that I may be examined. Now here's the thing, trustworthy and examined. He says, it's a very small thing that I would be examined by you. I'm trustworthy, he's saying. Stewards and servants must be trustworthy. Trustworthy in the fact that they administer God's word, that they preach God's word, that they don't add or subtract from the word of God, but they're preaching the whole word of God. That's something we want to do here at the radio. That's something we want to do on Friday nights. We want to teach the Bible. We want to teach the word of God chapter by chapter, verse by verse, teaching the whole word of God, not leaving not leaving anything out, not adding or subtracting, but giving you what is trustworthy. And God's word is trustworthy. And if we're doing that, then we're trustworthy in God's word. Then we can administer God's word. We want to be trustworthy servants, trustworthy stewards. We're taking care of somebody else's property. You belong to Jesus Christ. You belong to Jesus Christ. You're Jesus' property. He owns you. We, are, we have been bought by a price, the price of Jesus Christ on the cross. And if we've been bought... That means we're owned by Jesus Christ. He owns us. He paid for us. You know, to Tetelestai, paid in full, the debt that's been paid in full. Yes, we belong to Jesus Christ. And those who are in charge of the word, those who are administering the word, are stewards, taking care of somebody else's property. Yes, we want to be good stewards. We want to be good servants, trustworthy stewards, trustworthy servants. And Paul is saying, it's, you know, if you examine me, that's great. I, 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 I invite you. It's a, it's a small thing to me that I may be examined by you or by any human court. In fact, I don't even examine myself. It's saying, I don't, even, I don't, I don't, have, I, I don't know of anything in my character, in my nature. You know, my conscience is clear, for I am c- conscious of nothing against myself. Yet, I am not acquitted by this. It says, even though I don't, I, I don't know of anything that anything that anybody could hold against me, that doesn't acquit me. That doesn't make me innocent in and of itself. Why? Because the Lord will examine me. It says, but the one who examines me is the Lord. Paul saying, anyone who preaches, anyone who teaches, anyone who instructs in ministry must be checked out because they need to be shown as trustworthy. And Paul is saying he welcomes being checked out because his conscience is clear. But even that, even in that, it's to be left up to the Lord. It's to be left up to the judgment of God. You know, I'm not the best, I am not the best uh, opinion of my own character, of my own nature. That's up to God. It says, a man, Dwyer tells us that a man's ways are always right in his own sight. But what does the Lord say? Is the Lord convinced? You know, we can always justify what we do. We can always make excuses. But what does the Lord have to say? 
So we're not the best judges of our own conscience. Even Paul says that. It says, but the one who examines me is the Lord. And he's telling them in the fifth verse, therefore do not go on passing judgment before the time, but wait until the Lord comes who will both bring to light the things hidden in the darkness and disclose the motive of men's hearts. And then each man's praise will come to him from God. You know, everyone, everyone, including pastors, preachers, teachers, anybody who's serving God, everyone will be judged according to their true motives. You know, Paul is saying, don't judge motives. Don't judge a person why they're doing this or why they're doing that. You can't judge. You can't. You know why you can't judge? Because you can't look into their heart. You can judge what's coming out of their mouth. You can judge what they're saying. You can judge what they're doing. But you can't judge why they're doing it. Nobody can judge that. Only God can judge the motives. Only God can look into a person's heart and know why. Why are they standing up on that street corner preaching the word of God? Why are they standing behind that pulpit teaching in God's house? Why are they going out? to minister to the poor. Are they doing it out of selfish motives, for, 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 for self-glorification, uh, for a reward here on earth, or are they doing it because they love the Lord and they love God's people and they have a desire to help? Only God can judge those motives. We can judge the results, but we can't judge people's motives. And, and Paul is saying, leave that to God. So obviously they must have been judging according to their own uh, uh, way of thinking. So Paul is saying, don't judge. Don't judge motives. You know, check me out. You can judge me, you know, whether I'm doing right or wrong, but don't judge why I'm doing what I'm doing. You can't judge motives. And now the sixth verse says, Now these things, brethren, I have figuratively applied to myself and to Apollos for your sakes, that in us you may learn not to exceed what is written, so that no one of you will become arrogant in behalf of one against the other. For who regards you as superior? What do you have that you did not receive? And if you did receive it, why do you boast as if you had not received it? Paul's trying to tell them. He's instructing them again and telling them that no one, not one servant is greater than another servant. Says, I have applied these things to both myself and to Apollos for your sakes, that you wouldn't go beyond what the Word of God says. Never add or subtract from the Word. Don't go beyond what the Word says. The Word says that we are servants and we are stewards. We are caretakers of God's Word. We are caretakers of God's house. We are caretakers of that which has been built on the foundation of Jesus Christ. So don't think one is greater than the other. No one who is a true servant goes beyond what the, what the Lord says in his word, what's written. No one is greater than, than, than anyone else. We're all equal in God's eyes. Everyone is equal. No matter, what's, what, no matter what place a pastor, a teacher, uh, somebody in the church might hold, no matter what position or title they might have, they are not greater than anyone else. We are not greater than anyone. We are all equal in God's eyes. No one is greater than the other because we all have what we have from God. No one has gotten anything on their own. He says, Paul says, you know, who who among you is regarded as superior? What do you have that you did not receive? And if you did receive it, why are you boasting as if you hadn't? Don't get all puffed up, Paul is saying. Whatever you have, whatever good thing you have, has come from God. Everything we have comes from God. Every good thing we have is of the Lord. So don't get puffed up. Don't think you're so great. Don't think that Apollos is so great. Don't think that I'm so great. Don't think that Peter's so great. None of us are greater than anyone else. No one has received, no one has, has, has done anything more than Christ. Christ is the one who receives the, 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 the praise, the glory, the honor. You know, we will receive rewards for the good works we do here on earth. But those rewards are only given to those who do what they do out of love and concern for God's word, for his work. 
when you do something, whether it's you know preaching behind the pulpit or giving a cold glass of water to somebody who's thirsty, whatever you do, do it as unto the Lord. Do it because you love the Lord and because you love his people. Don't do anything out of pride or arrogance. Don't do anything because you think you're so great. That's what Paul's saying. And don't think that any servant is greater than another. We're all the same. You know, the truth of the matter is that somebody who's who's serving the Lord, he's the lowest of the low. He says we're servants. We're not to be considered. He says in the ninth verse, For I think God has exhibited us apostles last of all as men condemned to death because we have become a spectacle to the world, both to angels and to men. Paul is reminding them of the persecutions that the apostles are going through. What's going on? What's happening to the servants of God? Are we so great? Are we living in palaces? Are we being praised and glorified? No. It says, we are last of all men, condemned to death. You know, uh, a lot of uh, the, the servants at this time, a lot of preachers were being persecuted by Rome and, and Nero and being put to death in the stadium, you know, being eaten by lions and being put to death on, 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 on crucifixes, being crucified, being used as lamps, being lit on fire to be used as lamps to light the ways on the road. It's just, it, was, it was crazy what was going on, the persecutions. He says, we last of all as men condemned to death because we have become a spectacle to the world. We are fools for Christ's sake, but you are prudent in Christ. We are weak, but you are strong. You are distinguished, but we are without honor. Now, I kind of think here that Paul's kind of putting them on the spot. I think he's being a little sarcastic, you know, He's not trying to to put them to shame, but he's trying to put them in their place. He said, to this present hour, we are both hungry and thirsty. We are poorly clothed and roughly treated and are homeless. And we toil working with our own hands. When we are reviled, we blessed. When we are persecuted, we endure. When we are shamed, when we are slandered, we try to conciliate. We have become as the scum of the world, the dregs of all things even until now. He's showing the true character of a servant. The true character of a servant is to serve without complaining, without murmuring, in every circumstance, in every situation, to serve God's people, to serve the Lord with all our heart, with all our strength, with all our might. Here's my question. Are you willing to serve? Are you willing to serve the Lord? Are you willing to, to, to become like Paul, like Peter. Well, I pray that we would all have servants' hearts, that we would all desire to do God's will, God's purpose, God's plan in our life. Don't look for men. Look to God. Don't honor men above God, but honor God in all that you do, in all that you say, and God will do the rest. So, Lord, I just pray and I thank you, Lord, for this word. I pray for each and every listener tonight. I pray, Lord, that you would bless this week, Lord, each and every each and every listener, Lord, that all would find your perfect will in our lives, that we would all find your perfect will. I thank you and I praise you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, as you can hear, the music in the background tells you we're out of time for tonight's edition of the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm so glad you joined us. I'm so glad we had this time to be before the Lord together. I hope you come out and join us this Friday night in Arcadia, 805 North 1st Avenue uh, for baptism, for service. Come out this Friday night. Join us again next Saturday night as we seek God in prayer and seek God in His Word. God bless you and good night.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.